You're listening to Photographs, Pistols, and Parasols. Support for this project is provided by listeners like you. Visit my website at p3photographers.net for ideas on how you too can become a supporter of the project. Welcome to Photographs, Pistols, and Parasols, the podcast where we celebrate early women artisan photographers. I'm your host, Lee McIntyre. In today's episode, we have part two of the Peasley Saga. We're going to do a deep dive to understand the full life and career of Alda Burke Peasley Jordan. For more information about any of the women discussed in today's episode, visit my website at p3photographers.net. That's letter P, number three, photographers.net. Hi, everybody. Welcome to today's episode on photographs, pistols, and parasols. We're going to be taking a deep dive into the life and career of Alda Burke Peasley. In the last episode, I talked a little bit about how Alda and Burke married in the 19-teens, opened and ran the Peasley studio in Portland together, and then Burt leaves town and eventually they get divorced circa 1922-1923. But as it turns out, Alda Burke Peasley has a fascinating career after Burt leaves town. So right when they must be filing for a divorce and dividing up the assets and deciding who gets the studio, Burt leaves town and leaves Alda Peasley as the sole owner and operator of the Peasley studio in 1923. In 1923, Burt Peasley is not in the Portland directory. He's already moved on. By 1924, They've finalized their divorce, and Burt Peasley is the one who gets the rights to the name The Peasley's Studio. Now, he takes that name and, with his third wife, opens a studio by the same name, both in Klamath Falls and later in Medford, Oregon. Alda Peasley, well, she stays in Portland, and she just changes the name of the studio to Mrs. A.B. Peasley. That would be A.B. for Alda Burke Peasley. She continues to operate the studio on her own for many years, all the way up until 1929. Now, between 1924 and 1929, she actually has some big changes in her life, although it's really kind of hard to see exactly what was going on. You see, in 1924, in the Portland Directory, Alda B. Peasley is now Alda Jordan, married to a man named Albert Jordan. Albert is written Albert, um, but Albert Jordan was French. So even though it turns out that I had multiple Alberts running around with this Peasley saga, I'm going to refer to Bert Peasley always as Bert and Albert Jordan always as Albert. All right, so Albert Jordan shows up in Portland, and by 1924, Albert and Alda are married. But Albert is not a photographer. He's a sign painter. At least that's the profession listed in the directory. And I should note that In the photographer's list, in the sort of yellow pages at the back of the directory, Mrs. A.B. Peasley is continued to be listed, running a studio under her previous married name. In 1925, Mrs. A.B. Peasley is still in the photographer's listing, and the residence listing, and Albert Jordan has disappeared. There's no longer an entry for Mr. and Mrs. Albert and Alda Jordan in the Portland directory. There's no Albert Jordan in the 1926 directory in Portland either. 
So not in 25 and not in 26, but Mrs. A.B. Peasley is still running a very popular photography gallery there in Portland. So we're trying to sort out what's going on, and Albert Jodin returns to Portland in 1927, not listed as being married to Alda, though, and having no profession, but living with her in the same location where she has her studio. In 1928, Albert Jodin is suddenly listed again married to Alda, and he's now a photographer. But so is Mrs. A.B. Peasley, still listed separately in the residences and the photographer's list. So in other words, Alda continues to list herself as Mrs. A.B. Peasley, even when Albert Jordan comes back and they presumably start living together again as man and wife. In 1929, they do form a new studio called Peasley Jordan, and apparently Alda has taught Albert how to do photography because he hasn't been a photographer up to this point. But suddenly, they're running this joint gallery, Peasley Jordan Photo Studio, and it's managed by Alda and Albert Jordan. Around 1929 and 1930, if we look in the newspapers, we start to see Alda and Albert exhibiting their work, their photographic work, internationally. They're winning awards in the U.S., they're winning awards at salons and exhibits abroad. They're really being celebrated as new, vibrant artists. Albert is noted for his architectural photographs, and Alda is noted as a specialist in portraiture work. Doing random searches on the internet, it's easier, though, to find some information about Albert. I mean, he's included in all these stories about photographers from the early 1930s. It was a time when the photography movement in the U.S. was focused on what was called straight photography. It was a move away from the pictorialist or romanticized photography that had been popular in the early 1900s. Albert apparently was a fan of straight photography, and he and Aldo were proponents of straight photography to the extent that they were part of the whole photographer's movement there with, uh, in the early 1930s with people like uh, Ansel Adams and uh, Edward, Weston, Edward Weston and some of the other movers and shakers in photography in the U.S. at that time. But Albert has a falling out, apparently, at some point with, at least with Weston, and he's quoted in several books as making very critical comments about Weston. One of the books I read described Albert Jardin as a very bitter man about photography, and so whether he wasn't getting kind of acclaim he thought he should deserve, or whether Alda was receiving acclaim and he wasn't, I don't know exactly but it's clear that they were tied together with their photography in the sense that even though they were photographing different kinds of subjects, they always exhibited together. They exhibited in Portland a great deal. The Portland Art Museum had a lot of exhibits throughout the early 1930s, special exhibits of their work, either the architecture, the portrait, or combined. Um, there are some beautiful pictures in the paper that are reproduced showing the kinds of work that you'll see it at a, the opening of a particular exhibit at the Portland Art Museum in the early 1930s, and always by either Alda or Albert Jordan. Unfortunately, Albert Jordan dies after a short illness in 1936. That's the year that Alda Jordan is first seen to be exhibiting on her own in museums and salons internationally. Starting in 1937, Mrs. Alda Jordan is listed in the photographer's list. Of course, the Peasley Jordan studio is no longer in existence. It's just Mrs. Alda Jordan. 
And it is as Mrs. Alda Jordan that Alda becomes very well known and very well respected in the photographic community in the U.S. and abroad, and particularly in Portland, where she's seen as one of the preeminent portrait photographers around. In fact, Alda is so acclaimed for her portrait work that she begins to publish writings explaining the finer points of taking portrait photography. She explains techniques and tricks and tips to help aspiring photographers master the art. There's a series of articles that appear in the mid-1930s in several different magazines, including American Photography and Camera Craft. They cover topics like photographing eyes or photographing the mouth or photographing the nose, breaking down what a photographer needs to consider when taking pictures of a person. There's technical advice as well as artistic considerations, how to capture a natural expression as well as how to capture a flattering portrait making sure that the nose is in proper light and the eyes are focused on something natural so that the sitter is at ease. For example, Alda writes, if the main idea is to convey a particular expression, that is very apparent that any pose, position, or general direction of the eyes, for example, is acceptable. So rather than endeavor to have eyes look in a certain direction or convey what might be termed a neutral expression, we now try to follow and record every special move or direction that they naturally take. The thought or attitude of the model at the moment of recording is very clearly read by the direction and expression of the eyes. It's interesting that Alda explains really some of the secrets that make her portrait work so special. As Alda's reputation grows, she starts taking pictures of people like judges and lawyers, people whose pictures appear in the newspapers all over the country, they're pictures of debutantes and socialites, and also other photographers seek her out to get their portrait taken. For example, a photo she took of the photographer Minor White is used repeatedly in exhibits in places like the Museum of Modern Art decades after she took the picture. Alda's work appears in newspapers and books and catalogs throughout her lifetime as well, continuing throughout the 1930s, 1940s, and well into the 1950s. In 1955, there's a big interview done with her in the paper where they're asking her advice on basically how to be such a good photographer, but also what her advice would be to girls going into the photography profession. Because in the 1950s, it was seen as something that maybe a lot of women didn't do. Although, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know that there were a fair number of women who were doing photography as a career all along, but it did drop off in the 1940s. And so in the 1950s, Alda Jordan is one of the proponents of getting girls really excited about doing photography as a career. Now, as I said, she continues to exhibit, she continues to do portrait work, she continues to have pictures appearing in the newspapers all the way up until at least the early 60s. She dies in 1962. When I found her obituary, the obituary actually mentioned that she married a man named Mervyn Jones in 1956. Unfortunately, he winds up dying in 1960, but in his obituary, it says his widow is the Portland portrait photographer, Alda Jordan Jones. Now, interestingly, in her obituary in 1962, she's just listed as Alda Burke Peasley Jordan. So it's really fun to find Alda Jordan. I had not heard of her, but it was incredible to realize in looking back through all the exhibits and things that she did, 
that she was really big in her own lifetime. When you start to look back at some of the online materials about the Jordans, sometimes it makes it sound like Albert Jordan taught Alda how to do photography and that he was really the mover and shaker behind that pairing. But in fact, I think when we look at the record, we see that really she started her career before she even married Burt Peasley. And then after she married Burt Peasley, they ran the studio, the Peasley studio together. And then after he left, she wound up marrying Albert Jordan, sure, but she still did her own photography studio right along, all the way through up until 1962 when she died. So it's just fascinating that this woman with such a wide body of work was so overlooked in a lot of the sites that I looked at. Now, gratifyingly, the Portland Art Museum actually has several works by Alda Jordan, as well as by her husband, Albert Jordan. And some of those have been digitized. I'll put a link to those in the episode notes so you can admire both his wonderful architecture photos and her marvelous portrait work. One last note about Alda Jordan. Remember, she was married to Bert Peasley, and they had a son, Ervan, in 1918. After Bert leaves and Alda marries Albert Jordan, Ervan Peasley becomes Ervan Jordan, or sometimes his full name is, spelled, is listed as Ervan Peasley Jordan. Now that's key because he's actually a successful photographer when he grows up. He becomes very well known, and I'll put a link to some information about his photography also in the episode notes. What's intriguing, though, is one of the things that I found in a book online is that Ervan Peasley Jordan later said that he learned photography from a family friend after he was all grown up. He does not credit either his mother or his father for teaching him photography. So that's really intriguing, that the idea that he didn't actually learn anything from his parents, who were professional photographers, particularly his mother and his stepfather, who were very famous in their day. It's not unusual, I guess, because I have run across other photographers who have claimed that their famous photographer parents did not teach them anything about photography. But it was interesting to run across that for Irvan Peasley Jordan. Interestingly, when Bert Peasley dies, apparently alone in 1948 and with none of his family around him, his obituary actually lists that he is the father of Ervan Peasley Jordan. Doesn't mention that he was ever himself a photographer. As with so many of the stories that I bring you here on the podcast, I think we really need to rediscover the wonderful work of Alda Burke Peasley Jordan and celebrate the fact that in her day, she was popular. She was a successful woman photographer starting in the 1920s and continuing until the 1960s. A fabulously long career for a fabulous photographer. As I said, in the episode notes today, I'll include the links to Alda Jordan and Albert Jordan's work at the Portland Art Museum. I'll also include a couple of photos that my husband Chris and I have discovered in antique stores that were done by the Peasley Studio in Portland, Oregon. Now, that was the work that Bert and Alda Peasley did, or because Alda did run that studio on her own for a while, it could be that the pictures that we have were taken by Alda and had nothing to do with Bert. 
But in any case, they're great portraits, and so I'm going to include those copies on the episode notes for today's episode. As always, that material will be found on my website at p3photographers.net. That's letter P, number three, photographers.net. If you have any questions, send me an email at podcast at p3photographers.net. And remember, you can follow the podcast on Facebook at facebook.com slash p3photographers. So that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed this exploration of the family named Peasley who wound up running photography studios in various places, particularly in Oregon, in the early 20th century. When I started the investigation, looking at that photo from last time of my husband's grandmother, I didn't expect that one picture from one studio in Medford, Oregon would lead me to uncover stories about all of the Peasleys, Bert Peasley, his wives, particularly the two wives that did photography with him, Lorene Peasley, his third wife, and of course, today's subject, Alda Burke Peasley Jordan. I'll be back next time with another early women artisan photographer story. Until then, I'm Lee, and this is Photographs, Pistols, and Parasols. (laughs) 